Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. If you'd like to listen to more of LPJ and Sphinx, make sure to check out Last Action Podcast, where they discuss action movies. If you're looking for more Matric, check out twitch.tv slash matriconstage. That's M-A-T-R-I-K. You can also check out his work on YouTube, and that's Matric on Stage there as well. For more of myself... Craig WK, you can listen to podcasts like The Legend of Retro and Noiseland Arcade. You also find me at Twitch at twitch.tv slash Craig underscore WK. If you're interested in supporting Noobs and Dragons, you can go to patreon.com slash GameZilla Media, where you can pay $5 a month for access to Behind the DM Screen, our behind-the-scenes monthly special. This show wouldn't be possible without our patron support. Thank you. Last time on Noobs and Dragons, after finding shrines to Demon Lord Azadon, the group stumbled upon Blorgzak being betrayed by a person from Hannibal's past. And welcome back to Noobs and Dragons. So the three of you have all fallen, like, face first, on the ground. Uh, Blorgzak is, like, you know, freaking out. He he didn't realize you were there. And somebody that uh, Euthelonius and Alice have no idea who this is it's this like weird like chubby looking human he's got a bit of a gut to him he's wearing kind of like you know not regal clothing but like pretty fine tailored clothing uh that's maybe a little tight on him and he's just sort of like looking down and smirking with this big grin and he's like laughing at uh hannibal and he's like so glad of you to join us hannibal <laughs> murdoch you fat fuck come to stab anybody else in the back he just doesn't answer uh, Hannibal, and he looks to you too, and he goes, I see that he's going to fail a few more people and not protect them from demons either. Uh, I, I would like to ask what's going on, but maybe we can wait till later. <laughs> <laughs> and he just like laughs with this obnoxious tone down at you guys. And, he's, and Blorgzak is like, well, my friend, um, these are the intruders. Um, are we going to kill them? And this guy named Murdoch uh, looks down. And he goes, what was your name again? He goes, Blog. He goes, I don't even care. I don't even need you anymore. Your muddy hallways don't matter in the least. I have a new ally who's going to make things a lot easier on me. And he goes, <laughs> and Blorgzak goes, so we're not going to kill the intruders. And he goes, well, we'll kill some people. And he snaps his finger, and you see the uh, a rune on the ground glow red that has blood stains all over it. And you see this giant hand come out of the ground, and another hand come out, and it has orange fur, and it looks much like the Barul Gura, whose body you saw before. This strange demonic, like almost orangutan like orangutan like creature. Uh, that has like sharp tusks and you know these like red eyes and like nasty bluish tone to its flesh covered in orange fur and uh, as you guys are sort of like getting to your feet to try to like you know 
uh, get things you know sorted out. Uh, Murdoch yells uh, down to you, uh, Hannibal. He goes, I hope you know that the Baro Guru that was summoned in the city was a failure. Much weaker than it should have been. This is perfection. Anything you guys want to yell at him? Yeah, fuck off. What's this Bubba Ganoush thing in front of me again? <laughs> Keep laughing while you can, Dragonborn. And he, that's all he says. Uh, that wasn't a laugh. I just asked about this weird-ass thing in front of me. You called it a Baba Ganoush, and it's called a Barlgura. He assumed you were making fun of it. <laughs> he doesn't know I don't know how to pronounce it. <laughs> no, he does not. <laughs> uh, he, with, with you, uh, uh, Hannibal, just yelling at him, not really giving a lot of like uh, conversation pieces, so to speak, he turns around, and he has this little like shawl cape thing uh, over his back, and he sort of, sort of flutters, and he walks deeper into this like cave from this weird ledge that's about 60 feet up, and uh, everybody make a perception check. And let me know what you get. Uh, 18. I'm scared to roll the dice Seven. every time. 11. Uh, with an 11, you see the the hands coming out. You think in a few moments as Barogura is going to advance, you know, onto the scene, so to speak. Uh, what did you have uh, there, seven. Hannibal? With a seven, you see that uh, uh, Lord uh, or M- Muck Lord Blorgzak is sort of like kind of stammering. He, he, he You think that he would, had been in league with this guy, but has now been betrayed. So he's just sort of like, ah, bah, I, bah, I, bah. Uh, the only other thing that catches your attention, Alice, is it looks like the cloaked figure looks down at you for like an extra moment and then turns around and follows Murdoch. That was weird. And you guys have, you think, about maybe a turn before this thing is going to come out of the portal. Uh, it like starts reaching its like, you know, head over and sees you guys and just like in this abyss, like the language of the uh, abyssal. Uh, does anyone speak abyssal? I sure do. I sure do. Oh, Hannibal. Uh, you can hear, like, the thing just mutters this, like, nasty uh, phrase. It's like, it, like, sounds like backwards talk. It's this horrible, horrible language. Hannibal, you know what it translates into. I'm going to grind all your bones into dust and devour you. Uh, guys, this thing's not happy. Yeah. It's going to kill us. <laughs> How, all right. All right, How hold on. Stop this thing from... Why do we stop it? We fucking stab it and shoot it and blow it up. Blurgzak goes, as your newest ally, I concur. We must stop it from ruining my tunnels. Yeah, Blurgzak, listen, man. Whatever help you can give us, we'll take. Just, uh, you know, pull out your sword. I am Muck Lord Blorgzak. None can stop me. Not even the Great Devourer could stop me. And he pulls out a sharp stick. Fantastic. That'll do. All right. Give him some trail mix. Maybe that'll. Maybe it'll be like Popeye. Blorgzak, why don't you hop over here by us and uh, and hang out and uh, and we'll just kind of all huddle together and keep each other safe. Yes, I shall shout orders at you. And he hops behind you guys. He goes, "Well, get to it." Actually, I'm going to take him and move him in front of me as a human, as a shield. You put him you, in front of you. St- I tell him to stay right there if he wants any chance. Of getting out of here. I shall stay here for the time being <laughs> until Blogzak finds a better way. I. Uh, everyone make an initiative check. Uh, unnatural 20. 16. Okay, keep those numbers in your head for just a moment. Let's see. You here. say one. 
Three. Oh, God, I'm so close. Is that with I've your initiative bonus? You. Uh-huh. I've almost got you. Uh, it was a two I rolled. Oh, Yikes. No. Uh, Ellis, what did you get again? Un- unnatural 20. Unnatural 20. I Noni's is way at the back. And uh, what did you get, Hannibal? 16. Okay. Good thing I put that bully log in front of me. <laughs> He's not going to last. How far away is this long. thing from us? Uh, the portal is about uh, 30 feet away from you guys. Alice, it is your turn. Did you want to delay your turn until after Hannibal again? Yes. He right. is right behind you in the initiative count, so Hannibal, it is your turn first. Okay, first things first. I am going to pull out my uh, sword uh-huh. and shield. Uh-huh. Then I am going to do a mm-hmm. lunging attack. Absolutely. The lunging attack, I can uh, roll a superiority die, and uh, if I hit, I add the superiority superiority die to my damage. Wonderful. Go ahead and roll the hit. Let me know what you got. All right. Oh, yeah. Uh, That is a 22. Oh, yeah. That hits. And then my superiority die. Uh Uh-huh. This is just a one, but it's not a critical fail one. (laughs) That's got to count for something. And then uh, my damage oops, is Uh five total. No, I'm sorry. No. Uh, Eight total. Eight total. All right. Uh, you stab in with the uh, the sword, and much like you remember, uh, Hannibal, regular weapons don't seem to affect demons very well. Magical weapons pierce through their hide much easier than a regular one does, and it doesn't seem to do too much damage as you pull your sword out. And the thing in Abyssal looks down and goes, <laughs> puny weakling. That you guys only hear is this, once again, nasty backward speech. But you it doesn't take a rocket science to figure out that, right? Rocket scientist to figure out that it, uh, it doesn't sound great. All right. I yell all that information back to them. Absolutely. Uh, Alice, it is now your turn. All right. Uh, how far away is it from me? Uh, about 30 feet. Okay. I'm going to... You want to get in close? Uh, I'm actually going to back up about 15 feet. Oh, wow. Okay. And pull out my bow. Oh, and you don't say. And lay into this thing with an arrow. By all means. And that is a 13. Uh, 13 is a miss. It uh, skids off its flesh, and it just sort of like, almost like flexes, and it just sort of bounces off. Uh, well, that's all I got. Also, uh, <laughs> does that guy over there need a lozenge? <laughs> he sounds like he's having throat trouble. Uh, Blorgzak. Uh, hmm. Blorgzak. What's he going to do? Let's see. Hide. No, he has to protect me. Uh, Blorgzak uh, sees that uh, uh, Hannibal is, is like you know rushed ahead, and he looks to you, who's like right behind him, uh, Thelonious. He goes, "I shall give my orders from a reasonable distance." And he hops off about thirty feet, and he's like in a corner of the room, and he kind of waves his stick around. He goes, "I demand that you slay this thing, please." The Barlgura's turn. The thing kind of like cracks its knuckles, and it's like, I've wanted nothing more than destruction, and now I have it. Get out of my way, half-elf. Are you even a half-elf? Sometimes I get all your races mixed up, and it just takes its hand and slaps down on you. Uh, and it gets a 20 versus your AC. Uh, yeah, that's a hit. I'm just checking. Uh, uh, was that a natural 20? No, no, no. 
<laughs> no, no, regular. Uh, and you take uh, uh, 12 damage as oh, the thing shit. smashes down. How you looking there, buddy? Oh, no, I'm all right. Oh, okay, good, good. That takes me down to, okay. It's, uh... And you get, like, bonked on the head from its, like, open palm smash down on you. Uh, Thelonious, it is your turn. How far away am I from this thing? About 30 feet. Um, You have uh, uh, Hannibal is in front of the thing, uh, and then in front of him is the Barogura. Um, I'm going to move further back a little bit. Like 15 feet, 30 feet? What are we talking here? Like... Uh, You're full moving at 30 feet? I think so. I take it you're uh, going to try to figure out the uh, range of one of your spells there? Yep, I'm going to go back about 30 feet. Absolutely. You uh, back off 30 feet. You're uh, as far away as uh, Blorgzak is to this thing. I I'm going to use uh, Scorching Ray. By all means. Uh, that's three different rays, right? Yes, it is. By all means, go ahead and roll the, the uh, d20 for each of those attacks, and let's see if you hit with all three. That's a 24. That's a hit. And what do you get for the next? Ten is a miss. Uh, the beam goes wide. Twelve. Beam goes wide. Shit. You hit one of them. Okay. It is. I wrote down two uh, d six. Yep. Let's go ahead and roll the damage. No. And what'd you get? Six. Beam hits into the thing. Uh, go ahead and as a uh, bonus action, uh, you can go ahead and make a perception or a arcana check, whatever you prefer. And let me know what you get. Natural 20. With a natural 20, you know that demons are very resistant to fire damage. We're fucked. The fire ray <laughs> skids across it a bit, and it just kind of just <laughs> makes this like smirking sound. Uh, with the natural 20, I can let you know that Baroguras are very adept at fighting in close quarters. Uh, they're very strong. Uh, as far as that goes, they they tend to be fast too. Like they're they're uh, they're typically kind of the the like the foot soldiers of like real big hellscape battles, you know, in the uh, infinite layers of the abyss. Uh, Thelonious' turn passes. Hannibal, it is your turn. Okay, if I back up, is he going to get an attack of opportunity? If you don't use the, uh, the standard action to, to disengage, essentially, yeah, it would. Okay. I'm going to use my standard action. You also have a defensive action, if you prefer, as well. What is that? Uh, uh, it gives the enemy uh, disadvantage to hit you, and it gives you advantage on deck saving throws, if that were to come up. So essentially, you, go with, like, you put up your shield and go into a defensive stance. Um, but I still want to be able to attack this thing. So if I do that, I won't be able to attack. That is correct. All right, <clears throat> I am going to use. Mm -hmm. Here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna use my my action mm -hmm. to back up thirty feet. Okay. Then I'm going to use my action surge, which allows me to take an additional action once per short rest. Yeah. And then I'm gonna pull out my arrow, my bow and arrow, and I'm gonna. Launch an arrow at this thing. Absolutely. So you disengage as your standard action. You back off and you uh, launch an arrow at it. Oh, fucking shit. One. Ooh, second of the day, right? 
Oh, yeah. Recording session, yeah. Uh, you uh, knock back the arrow, you pull on the, the bowstring, and the bowstring pops and breaks. And until you take a short rest, your bow and arrow is damaged. Uh, Alice, your turn. All right, so... Your ally is no longer adjacent to the thing. You no longer have sneak attack damage. Uh, All right. I'm going to... Maybe we flee, guys. Maybe we flee. (laughs) So it's now about 45 feet away from me because I had backed up 15 feet. about 45 feet. Okay. So I would like to position myself back towards the entrance of the corridor. Sure. So uh, you 15 more feet and you're adjacent to... Uh, Hannibal, do you want to keep moving another like 15 feet and get even further and make sure Thelonious is, I'm sorry, yeah, Thelonious is in your, uh, would be uh, 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 buffering you between this thing. Uh-huh. I'm, try- I- I'm trying to think how this, so in my mind, I'm at the, the f- where we entered in, and I want to back up from there. Yeah, bit. so you back up uh, uh, an additional... Oh, that's uh, You had backed off. Oh, you backed off about the same as uh, 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 Thelonious. So yeah, yeah, you back off like another, what, 15 feet, 30 feet? Uh, yeah, so that way I'm still... I want to try to keep 45 feet away, but I want to be ready to bolt out the end. Sure, <laughs> the absolutely. Uh, and then I'm going to try to hit it with an arrow. Absolutely. That is a unnatural 20. Uh, it does hit. Standard damage, no sneak attack. And that is four. And the arrow just like kind of almost bounces off it. It hits it, but it doesn't seem to do a whole lot of damage. And then uh, as my bonus action, mm-hmm. uh, we should probably get out of here. Uh, you yell that, you know, every <laughs> you guys should escape. And uh, uh, Mucklord Blorgzak yells out and he goes, but isn't that thing faster than us? Oh, God, I need to be the first one out. And he takes the run action, and he bolts around the corner and starts running into the hallway. And he's like, I demand that you are meat shields to protect me. Uh, and that's his turn. Uh, Alice, uh, that was just went. your turn. So uh, it's turn. Oh, shit. The Barlgura steps out of the, the magic portal. And the runes glow red on the ground still as it steps off. And it looks around, and the three of you are the the closest targets. Uh, Each of you roll me a d20, and let's see who he goes after. 18. Uh Uh-huh. 14. Three. No. Six. Still the lowest. Yeah. Still the lowest. I... Hannibal, it rushes up to you, and you just have these like horrible, horrible visions of your head of what demons can do and how much damage they inflict. And the thing tries to just like uppercut you into the gut, and it whiffs. It just like like the air tears around it, and the the thing uh, uh, misses you. And in uh, abyssal, it's just like <laughs> it's only a matter of time. <laughs> and Thelonious, it's your turn. All right. So, how fast can this thing move? Uh, well, hold on. It's Thelonious' turn. Oh, Thelonious. I'm sorry. Yep. How close is it to me? Uh, let's see. It advanced uh, uh, 30 feet. So it's probably, uh, I think, 30 feet away from you. Okay. Oh, shit. Um, it looks like this thing is at <clears throat> least as fast as you guys. Okay. Potentially faster. You don't know. Don't use fire. <laughs> yes, well aware. You can cast uh, uh, other spells at a higher level. So if you wanted to use that orb spell to throw acid, you could do that at a higher level. Yeah, let's do that. Sure thing. Um, 
Can I move another thirty feet back, though? Yeah, absolutely. So you back <laughs> off thirty feet. You're you're pretty close to uh, uh, Blorgzak. He's like, I thought you were supposed to be a meat shield. What do you want to do? Uh, yeah, I'll do a uh, level two uh, chromatic orb. Absolutely, not herb. <laughs> you throw that chromatic herb. No. Uh-oh. What'd you get? Nine. Oh. With a nine, you launch the 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 acid ball and it goes wide and uh, just splats into the 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 wall, uh, but does not melt. I uh, splashes against the back wall, doesn't melt. It's uh, that's the end of your turn unless there's anything else you wanted to do. I just want to yell, "Fuck!" Absolutely. That's a bonus action. Uh, Hannibal, it's your turn. The thing is on you. The thing seems fast. Uh, the 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 runes glow on the ground where it uh, was before, and otherwise the uh, acid is like hissing on the back wall. What would you like to do? Okay, so like if I double move, can this thing catch up to us? I mean, it it only used one move action and got up to you within thirty feet, so it at least matched your movement. If you double move and it double moves, it'll likely still be on you. Okay, so, all right. So our weapons don't have much of an effect on it because they're not magical weapons. It's not having, it's not having no effect. It's just not as effective as fighting other things. Like your swords pierce through like human flesh, no big deal. Sure. And other monsters and stuff, but uh, a, a more powerful demon like a Barulgura, it's it's you know, uh, it seems like physical regular weapons that are not magical have a bit of issue with it. Okay. Um, does it look like we're doing a decent? Does this thing look like it's it's taking a significant amount of damage at all? It looks like it's taking damage. Okay. It, it's got like scrape marks on it and stuff for sure. All right. So the first thing I want to do, I want to use my second wind, which recovers some HP. Some HP, yeah. So it's one d10 plus my level. Uh huh. Yeah. So let's by do all means. that first. Uh, so I got ten back. That's not too shabby. No. All right. Not too shabby in the least. Okay. I still got my sword and my shield out. Mm-hmm. I am going to, I guess, stab this thing. By all means. Oh, God. Here we go. No, did you want to stab it, or are you feeling like, oh, God, I'm going to die, and you want to go defensive? Like, what are you feeling? Well, obviously, this thing hit me, and it hit me at, like, you know, 12 damage. A lot of HP. Right. Um, because how much? What's your max HP? Twenty-eight. Yeah, so it, it did a fair amount of damage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Okay, yeah. Let me go defensive. Absolutely. You put up your shield and get into a, a defensive stance, and the thing just sort of like you know makes this like mocking like roar noise. Uh, Alice, it is your turn. Okay, I lost track of how far away from this thing I am. I think you're like sixty feet away, roughly something feet. like that. Okay, uh, I because I, I think you're you're pretty close to where uh, 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 Thelonious is. Yeah, yeah I am but you got sneak attack now because I'm right there. That's that is true. true. I'm going to advance, uh, so I'm sixty feet away. I'm going to advance so that I am forty five feet away. Okay, the same forty five feet you were shooting for before, and knock back an arrow. Absolutely, that is a. Uh, 10 plus 5, 15. That is a hit. Nice. Uh, all right. So this time I do get sneak attack. You do indeed. Okay. So don't forget all the sneak attack damage. All the sneak attacks. That's not great. Uh oh. That's seven. 
Seven. Okay. All right. And Arrow uh, uh, gets hit into the thing. Uh, Blorgzak. Uh, let's see. What can Blorgzak do? He hasn't done jack shit for us yet, Craig. <laughs> Blorgzak looks at you and says, Blorgzak moves at Blorgzak's pace. And it reaches into its nasty, muddy belt like buckle that's on it and pulls out uh, 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 like a, a small, like, like nasty-looking sack. And it hops forward 30 feet. And he goes, Blorgzak's getting there. It needs to be in the right position. And it kind of angles a bit to like maybe move around its side. Uh, that's all it can do this turn, though. Well, actually, no. It moves 60. Uh, let's see, because it didn't get that far. Uh, it gets uh, about 30 feet closer, and it hucks the sack at uh, uh, the uh, Barulgura. Let's see if he can hit. It splashes the ground nearby, and uh, the the water that was in the sack explodes. Uh, the Barulgura, you know, doesn't really pay it much mind. I'll get, you no- I'll get you next time, demon! And the demon, uh, the water just hits the ground at its feet and nothing happens. Way to throw that ball sack. Thelonious, it's your turn. Okay. Are you um, looking on spells? I'm getting really short. <laughs> oh, is that right? <laughs> yeah. Is that right? Um, but we, we got to do something. So I'm going to go, um, I'm out of my level twos, but I have, uh, I still have some more level one. All right. So I'll do a level one chromatic orb and i think you have the ability to turn spell uh the, your sorcery points into uh-huh, a spell which i should have done last time and i didn't so well that uses what a bonus action uh or is it a standard action or is it taking even longer i don't think it's either i think it just you can call it out can't you oh yeah feel free to check there uh because if it's something that you can do on your turn then hey i mean all better If you want, even ch- uh, cast the spell now and then take a look in uh, a second. All right, let me. Yeah, let me roll for the orb. Absolutely. You gonna throw acid at the thing? Yeah. And that's a twenty-one. That's a hit. Actually, twenty-two. <laughs> Definitely hit. All right, so I'm not gonna worry about that right now anyway. Yeah, you I hit. Can, yeah. For now, you can just go ahead and uh, uh, yeah, roll up the damage, and when it's not your turn, take a look at the uh, uh, spell right. points thing. So that's three d eight. And let me know. Let me know what you got. Uh, 22. Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Good Lord. All right. Well, let's see here. I'm back, boys. <laughs> back on and top. <laughs> oh, boy. I... It's going to come after me, though. Unlike the the physical weapons, which are not doing much, your magical magical damage splashes the thing with acid, and it just goes, and it just lets out this nasty roar and just looks furious. Uh, Hannibal, your turn. You think that this thing is probably going to try to charge Thelonious. All right, so I let Theo know that this thing is probably on its warpath. That helped me. Uh, <laughs> I am going to do... It does not look like it's focused on attacking you. You don't think you're going to get hit this turn. You think the Lodies is going to get charged down. What would you like to do? I'm going to do a distracting strike. Absolutely. So when I hit a creature with a weapon attack, I can uh-huh. expend one superiority dice to distract the creature, giving your allies an opening. 
You add the superiority die to the attack's damage roll. The next roll attack... Uh, the next roll mm-hmm. yep. uh, has to be anybody but... No, it has to be... Uh, hold on. The next attack roll against the target has by advantage. an attacker other than you has advantage. Yeah, there we go. Yep. So yeah, go ahead and uh, roll uh, to hit with the distracting strike. All right. And then I add the superiority die to that, right? I believe yep. so. Maybe not to hit, but probably the damage. The damage, right. Well, that's not going to do it. Uh-oh. That's an eight. You miss. You go to swing, and it whiffs. I get to keep that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you uh, uh, swing and whiff, and you do not hit. Uh, is that all you're doing on your turn? Uh, can I go back to my defensive stance? That's a full standard action. Okay. Then... Um, <laughs> uh, I'm going to. I'm gonna I'm gonna back up toward Theo. I uh, now oh, he, he right now in... you are in its way, and it would get an attack of opportunity if you move out of its zone. It's just right now you don't think it's going to target you with its stand like its standard attack. All right, I'll you stay think... right here. Okay, uh, Alice, it is your turn. Uh, it's you and Blorgzak, and then the enemy's turn. Uh, and Theo is. Crying out for help. So how far away is uh, Thelonious in the monster? Uh, Thelonious is like 60 feet away. Okay. Um, and, I w- and I would get uh, sneak attack damage if I hit it. Because your ally is adjacent to it right now. Yep. Mm. What do you want to do? What if... Uh-huh. What if I were to use my minor illusion cantrip to make a very loud explosion sound right behind the barrel girl? Would it that just distract it enough for a turn, maybe? Maybe. It depends on its its role against the like the saving throw that is your spell. Uh, but right now it is very, very focused on Thelonious. Did you want to give it a shot? Or do you want to take a shot at it? Because you know what? Let's just take a shot at it, I think. Sure thing. <laughs> that is a one. <laughs> First of uh, today's recording session, though, right? First of the day. You pull back the arrow, and the arrow goes way wide and does not connect. Uh, Should have gone with the explosion. Maybe it would have had a very easy time seeing through it just because it's so mad at Thelonious right now. He did, like, o- almost about half its health and damage in, like, one hit. Uh, so the... Uh, Blorgzak has a turn before this thing reacts. It, uh... Let's see, what does it got? He grabs another sack at its uh, uh, side, sees that it's, like, eyeing you down, and throws the sack into the middle of the floor, and, uh, uh... and it explodes, and within a with a, uh, with about a five-foot square, and maybe about, like, 20 feet in front of you, uh, Thelonious is uh, uh, a bag of caltrops have been dropped on the ground. And uh, Blorgzak is like, none can pass a pile of spikes such as these. The Barlgura's turn. It goes to run past you, uh, uh, Hannibal. Uh, you have an attack of opportunity. All right, well, then I say I'm going to attack. Yeah, by all means. All right. Oh, can I, if it's an attack of opportunity, can I do my uh, maneuver? I don't believe so. I think that has to be on a standard action. This thing's really pissed Do I have advantage or no? Uh, you do not have advantage, no. Just a regular hit. Oh, fuck shit. No. It's a one. <laughs> what is that, the third? 
We're all gonna be dead. We're all gonna die. Yeah, we are. Oh boy, that's the third, right? <laughs> yes, it's the third. Okay, oh, I'm just asking, just wondering. Ah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> How are we this I'm laughing too because we're going to die. It's going to be, be a short season, guys. Craig, Craig's going to kill Thelonious, uh, you look down and you see <laughs> Hannibal valiantly put up his shield, try to stab the thing. The Barl Guru just catches the sword, just bends it like it's just butter. Tosses him, and uh, uh, Hannibal goes flying, hits the ground on his back. He's prone, and his sword is just at like a 90-degree angle. Just cannot be used. Uh, he charges past. He gets to the Caltrops. He fails his deck saving throw. His movement stops. He takes like a point of damage. Great. And the thing steps off the Caltrops about uh, 20 feet away from you, and it's just eyeing you down, Thelonious. It is going to charge you at its next available chance. And I appreciate that somehow the dice bounced right out of the tray and proved that the thing failed. It's... I saw that. Yeah. I appreciated that. Because uh-huh, yeah. I knew you weren't lying to me either, because I could see it was a single digit. Oh, yeah, no, single digit. <laughs> Thelonious, it is your turn. Uh, it is no longer... Uh, the the crazy distance it was before, it can get to you on its next turn so long as you stay where you're at. If you feasibly go into a different direction, like back down the hall 30 feet, it'll put more distance between you, of course. All right. If I do take down a potion here, is that a standard action? Or it is, is that a like bonus a bonus action. Okay. All right. So I am going to go for it. I'm going to use my final spell. Um, uh-huh. Go chromatic orb. Absolutely. You create a ball of acid in your hand. Uh, are you uh, downing the potion as well? Yeah, I'm going to down the potion as well. You down the potion first. You can restore your health after because it's 2d4 plus 4. You can just do that when it's not your turn. Okay. Uh, but otherwise, yeah, go ahead and roll to attack with the uh, uh, the chromatic orb. Let's see what you can do with this. Yeah, going back with the meta magic, though, it uh-huh. does say uh, when I roll damage for the spell. Mm-hmm. Um, I can spend a sorcery point to re-roll if I want. Oh, yeah. If you want to use that on this one, you sure can. And then the quicken spell says when I cast the spell, um, I can get an extra... I can use that action and call it a bonus action, and then that gives me another full action. Now, do you want to uh, uh, quicken cast it and be able to, like, use the dash action to run 60 feet away? I think I will. (laughs) Sure thing. Okay. So you go ahead and launch the... First off, let's see if you you hit with this thing and what it does. What'd you get? 18. It hits. Nails it. Now, at this point, uh, do you have the meta magic to be able to quicken it and also... Uh, do the damage rerolling thing, or is it just one or the other? I do. No, I do have enough points. I could do both. Wonderful. We're gonna say you can do both, unless we look at the rules later and it says only one at a time can be done. So you quick and cast it. You launch the thing in the blink of an eye. Go but, ahead and roll damage. But if I decide I don't want to use the empowered one yet, I don't have to. That's right? correct. Okay. Yeah. So go ahead and roll damage. This is eight, right? Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Nope. This is eight. Three D eight. Okay. Let's go ahead and roll it all up. Give me a total. 11? 11 damage splashes onto the thing, and it lets out another roar, and it stumbles a bit and catches itself on the ground. And it just looks to you and is like, and it doesn't look happy. With 60 feet of movement, you bolt down the tunnel. 
Okay. And you're now uh, 60, 80 feet away from the thing as you just vanish into the darkness. Uh, another like 20, 30 feet, and you'll actually be in that large chamber where the dretches are, are milling about. Okay. And then you said 2d4 for... 2d4 um, plus 4 for the healing potion. Right. Hannibal. You pick yourself up off the ground. 15 feet of movement is used. You look down and your sword is just like mangled in a mess. Well, it's a good thing I have a backup. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. You I do. do. I have a second rapier. You do. So you set your rapier aside and pull out a fresh one. Damn. Ha-ha! <laughs> All right. How far away am I from this thing? It dove forward. I, it tossed you aside. I would say that you're probably about 60 feet away from the thing. While he's thinking, mm -hmm. by rolling the potion, I actually scored above my hit point. You max. can only tap. I can only go to the yep, top. Only go to the top. Yep. Right, but puts me off. Puts okay. me at the full. Yeah, yeah. that's nice. <laughs> All right. Um, so mm -hmm. where is everybody else in position? So so Alice and Blorgzak are they? How far away from me? They are are uh, from you. They're probably about like. 50 feet, 65, or 55, 60 feet away. Okay. Uh, so they're further down into the tunnel or whatever, and this thing advanced into the tunnel. So this thing's about 60 feet away from you. They're, they're just at like a different angle, basically. All right. Uh, I'm going to double move just to get over that area. Sure. You get into its uh, range, and that's about all you can do on your... Uh, well, actually, I'm sorry. No, you used 15 feet, feet of oh, movement. So I'm, yeah. So, I'm so it's 60 feet away. So yeah, you... you yeah. Uh, so well, hold on. Let's see, 30, 45. Yeah, that is correct. So you're about 15 feet away from the thing. All right. And then can I go into a defensive stance at that point? Uh, that's with a dash action. Oh, all right. So, so we're good. yeah. Yep. Uh, Alice, it is your turn. You see this thing. Uh, you see Thelonious did a whole bunch more damage and then bolted off into the, the uh, darkness. So now am I between it and Thelonious? Like, would it have to go past me or uh, I, did we reverse? I believe, yeah, it ran past you already. Okay. And how far? It's like 10 feet away from me at this point? Probably like 15 feet or something like that. It's not very far. But it's far enough away to the point where, you know, like you, you can get some distance now if you want. Well, do, does it? All right. Can I see if it still has a murderous glint in its eye ready to charge towards the low? Bonus action perception check. Uh, that is a 24. You think that it is probably still mad at Thelonious, but he's now such a long way away. Like, you don't even see him. Like, when you look into the darkness with your dark vision, he's so far away that you cannot see him. You just see this, like, little, like, bouncing light of him, like, you know, because of the dancing lights that are following him. Uh, so you see this little, like, dim light down the tunnel, and it's about 80... Oh, I'm sorry, no, uh, 95 feet away from you. Okay. Then, all right, I'm not going to get up to the close to this thing. I'm going to back off so that I'm about... Uh, I'm 15 feet away, so about I'm going to back up uh, 30 feet away from it. Sure. Now, at this point, if it is indeed focused on Thelonious, I mean, you might be able to get into its range and have it not, you know, do much to you, at mm. least on its turn. You know, that's the same thing with, like, uh, uh, Hannibal, where he was next to it, but it was so focused on Thelonious that it didn't use its actions to hit him. Ah, but I already used my bonus action to... See if it was bad. Oh, yeah. So I can't swap. All right. So, yeah, I'm just going to get 45 feet away and fire an arrow. Sure, by all means. That is a mm -hmm. 14. That is a hit. Okay. Go ahead and roll to standard damage, D6 plus dax bonus. No sneak attack, I'm afraid. Uh, that is five. Hits it, and once again, like, kind of like, you know, it, it like goes into its flesh, but it doesn't look like it hits very hard. But it did do damage. Yes, it did. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> 
Blorgzak reaches into its belt pouch. I uh, gets a, another bag and I uh, I uh, tries to heave it at the the thing. Let's see what he can do. He did hit it. He grabs out a flask of acid, hits the thing in the back of the head, it lets out a roar, and the thing falls to forward, hits the ground, and Blorgzank is like, and this is why I'm in charge. And he hops out, jumps onto the Barogura, and starts doing a little jig. Starts doing this little froggy dance thing. I run up to him and start dancing with him. <laughs> and... The thing is dead. Yes! I give Blarzark a hug and a kiss. Blogzak denies your advances, but appreciates that you have good taste. Hannibal, throw a bunch of uh, trail mix at him. Blogzak, it's not going to make you stronger, but it tastes good. Blogzak will have your trail mix. Blogzak apologizes that he ran off when he could have been teaming up with you earlier instead of trying to kill you. Blorgzak, I'm honored that you're eating it. Thank you so much. And he reaches his, like, webbed hands out, and you pour rations into his hand, and he just gobbles him, like, into one just giant froggy bite. And he just makes this gnashing, crunching sound. Blorgzak, what can you tell us about what's going on here? Well, the Great Devourer was here. He ruined everything. Ruined my tribe. So, so... Passed down for two generations. So so Murdoch is the Great Devourer? No, no, the Great Devourer is not the one known as Murdoch. The chubby frog boy known as Murdoch was different. He came after. When did he show up? Uh, let's see. He thinks, and he says, ah, maybe about a half month, month ago. Describe it's hard the, to tell down here when it comes to time. D- describe the Great Devourer to us. Terribly tall wings, scales that changed color. All right. Yep, we know who that is. We've met the Great Devourer. Did you get a chance to talk to this thing at all, or? He stole my pants. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry about your pants. If I had some extra pants, I'd totally give them to you. They're only the ancestral pants passed down for two generations. I pull out. I have. I have a set of traveler's clothes. I. I give. I. I offer the pants. They're not nearly heavy enough to be my pantaloons, and he smacks them <laughs> out of your hand. <laughs> okay, I'm getting nowhere. What do you guys got? All right. So, so Murdoch showed up about a month and a half ago. Uh, something of that nature. Sure. Well, and, what and did it he, do? Hold on. Is he the one that performed all these rituals? Yeah. Yes. The frog boy known as Murdoch, he promised that he could get revenge on the great devourer for me. And so we offered up the souls of my people and all their blood, and we created all these rituals. Oh, that's great. <laughs> is, that uh, what, uh, is that what brought all the dretch here? We, what, what? The what? The monsters outside. Oh, the flat faces, yes. The flat faces are indeed from the summoning circles. So can you control the flat faces? Like if you were to go out there and tell them to go away, they would like like move aside, they wouldn't attack us? I indeed control the flat faces. I do not control this thing. Fair enough. Monkey arms, I shall call him. Monkey arms indeed. Uh, so the other person that was with Murdoch, what can you tell us about that person? 
quiet. Very quiet. Certainly in awe of Blorzak. That uh, must be why it was quiet. I'm sure. Have you seen under the cloak? Like, do you know what this person looks like? Probably not very froggy. <laughs> okay, yeah, so helpful. you haven't seen. When right. did, when did uh, the Great Devourer first show up? Months ago, the Great Devourer came. Oh, at first we fought it off. It was weak, easily pushed around. But then groups would go missing. Singular bullywugs would vanish. It was picking us off one by one. Until finally it eaten quite a few of the tribe and then it attacked. All at once we attacked it. It was weak before, but then it was much stronger. So it seemed to get stronger after each attack? Presumably so, yes. All right. So this thing was devouring them for their strength. Yeah. So, Blorgzak, that, that hallway, that tunnel, that Murdoch and the cloaked one went down, what's down there? goes deeper into the mountains. The, tu- the tunnels spider in different directions. Would you know which direction they went if you let us? He thinks about it and he goes, Blorgzak can do many things. Perhaps he can find them. All right, guys, we're we're probably in we need to rough rest, first shape. Of all. We should rest. Is there a is there a place for us to kind of relax and rest? Indeed, my home. All right, well, all right, take us away. And he goes into the oh, tunnel. Wait, can we search the thing? Is there anything to search on the the what the what the hell's the thing called? Monkey arms. Monkey arms. Oh sure, uh, if you guys want, there's a few rolls on the table. Yes. Uh, there is uh perception. There's investigation, and there's arcana. I'll All take right. uh, perception. I'll take investigation. That's fine. Well, Arcana. Yep. Arcana. Yep. Uh, unnatural twenty for perception. Uh, investigation also unnatural twenty. Wow. Natural twenty for Arcana. Hey! Yeah. Wow. There we go. Lux now we're gonna lose. Yeah. <laughs> now your luck's turning around. We're gonna learn some shit. Okay. So perception. You you take a look over the body, and it's uh, demon. Its hide is thick. Much more powerful than than the other demons you had fought before, the dretches and the closet, for sure. Uh, you take a look over it, and it does seem to have a uh, uh, like a like a tusk ring, like one of its tusks has like a ring on it with like a chain to like another ring, and uh, so like it could probably fit on like a human's finger, like the thing is so large. Uh, but otherwise, you think that you might be able to sell it. Yeah, we'll just uh, pick that up and throw that in the in the bag. Sure, absolutely. Uh, just so you know, uh, those ring uh, rings are the equivalent of uh, fifty gold pieces they're worth. Okay. So you can just ma- mark that as fifty gold if you okay. want. Are they magic mark? or are they just regular rings? Uh, you take a look at them and they just seem to be regular. They so don't that, seem to be magical. Is, is it two fifty a piece? Uh, yeah, they are two and they are fifty gold a piece. I uh, let's see with uh, a natural twenty on Arcana. You, uh, you can tell that this summoning circle is much more uh, pronounced and a lot better done than the one that was found in that uh, house. This one is certainly, you know, and, and you start to think about it, and the town guard brought down the Barogura before. If, if it's as strong as what you guys just fought, the town guard here would have no issues at anything ever attacking. It had to have been weakened. It had to have been, like, lesser when it was summoned forth imp- imperfectly. 
Uh, and so you de- you deduce that whatever the de- uh, the summoning was before, whoever it did it, did it very sloppy crap job. This one was almost perfect. This thing was just right out of the infinite layers of the abyss, was powerful, knew what it was doing, and very tough. Until it ran into Thelonious. <laughs> Uh, very true. Lord, Zach, thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> yes, don't forget my efforts. The most important effort. The final effort. Uh, Hannibal, you investigate around, and you find the wall that was splashed with acid that did nothing, like there was no effect. You see an indentation in the wall. And the indentation is kind of this weird, like, upside-down U-shape. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Blorgzak hops over and he goes, Ah, yes, where the pantaloons were stored. Pantaloons were stored here? Yes. And they're resistant. For two to- generations. And they're resistant to acid? The wall itself is, yes. Wait, wait, he- wait. Describe the pantaloons to me, please. They were black metal, shined as dark as night. My people protected them. For two generations! Damn it. And the devourer took him. He did indeed. Well, shit. Do you know where the the pantaloons came from before that? Before you started guarding them? Legends say the god of all bullywugs handed them down to us for my people to protect. At least that's what my father told me. Great. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. All right, so that's three pieces we know of so far. Yep. Uh, is it three? Yeah, sure and is. Boots, the pants. And then whatever uh, the priest has. Oh, yeah, the, the, the priest, you, you guys have deduced that he has stored away or hidden away somewhere. Uh, something. Yep. Has something. Yeah, Abraham. Which we really need to get to his ass now. Well, first of all, we need to hear. But I off. shouldn't be no. talking to him. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, you guys uh, can also deduce from the fact that it's like metal, like, you know, uh, leggings, that it's likely full plate armor, whatever this is. Okay. Great. All right. So if it's full plate armor, that means it's also going to have like a full chest piece. It would have a chest piece, something for the arms, like van braces uh, is what they're called. It would likely have pauldrons, shoulder pieces, and a helmet. All right. So there's, still, there's still some pieces out there that we can. Yeah. So you try at least out. know of. Uh, the boots and the pants. Yeah, boots and leggings are, are currently called for. You guys would know of, at the very least, a chest piece, van braces, uh, oh, gauntlets, and a helmet. But we know no other leads yeah. besides that. What's Abraham or whatever? Abraham has a piece. We yeah. just don't know which one. All right, so there's at least like four or five more pieces floating around. Yeah, we probably need to get on that. Why don't we go? Why don't we go rest up? Yeah. Are we gonna First let? Are we gonna let uh, Bolzark? Bolzak. Lorgzak. Lorgzak. <laughs> Lo- Muck Lord Blorgzak. I'm sorry, bud. Uh, you saved us. I apologize for getting your name pa- wrong. Pat him are we going to let him follow? Are we going to follow him? Well, first let's head to his after house. After we rest, yeah. Let's head sure. to his house. So Blorgzak asks if you guys want to like execute the dretch that he controls. Basically, he just has him stand against a wall and you firing squat him. You know what? That's probably a good idea. Yeah. So you guys firing squat off the remaining dretch and like closet that, that he had been given control uh, in this cave. Uh, he lets you know that Murdoch essentially, you know, was like, hey, listen, you know, I'm going to create all these demons here. We're going to give you some of them to protect this place. And that's why he was able to control them. 
So he takes you into like the largest mud hut of all the mud huts. And it's still gross. It's still like slimy. You see that there's like a, a shelving unit that has all these like weird not only like weird items that you think that he he or his people assembled, but you also notice there's like a pile of like uh, uh, what look to be like actual weapons that are probably in bet like it seem to be in better shape than others, probably pillaged from wherever he stole them from. And Blorgzak, you know, sits you guys down, and you guys take a a, a short rest essentially at this point. And Blorgzak uh, asks, he says. Would you like to know what the great devourer told Blorgzak when he was confronted by him? Yes, we would. Well, Muck Lord Blorgzak fought a brave battle. Roll insight. All right. <laughs> you guys have advantage on this, by the way. Let me know what you get. It is a 19. Unnatural 20. You guys have the sinking suspicion that he did not put up a brave fight. You think that he very likely was not fighting. Sure you did, buddy. Tell yeah. us about it. Wonderful battle. Go down in Bullywug ages. Uh, he lets you guys know that the, the Great Devourer arrived and started picking people off bit by bit until finally he just made this all-out assault on his people. And Blorgzak uh, says that, he goes, when... When he finally stole my great pantaloons that had been handed down for two generations, he says, I, I asked him what he was, and the great devourer, or uh, I asked who he was, and the great devourer said that his name has changed so many times he doesn't remember it. But I think he was lying. Lying to muck Lord Blorgzak. What makes you think the he was what makes you think he was lying? I just got that vibe. Fair enough. I, uh, from from the way Blorgzak describes it, it sounds like the the Great Devourer was being very facetious, you know, very like smirking and laughing as he said it. Did, did you tell him that those pantaloons came back from two generations and he still didn't care? He didn't care. Man, people my, these days. My father's father had been handed those pantaloons by the gods, and then. This happened. What a shitty thing. Can we it's roll, very shitty. Can we roll insight to see if he really believes that they were handed down by the bully? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Now, that's a standard insight check. Not a, You don't have advantage on that one. Uh, that is a 21, 22. With a 22, it's, it honestly seems like Muck Lord Blorgzak really, truly believes that his grandfather had been gifted these pants by the gods. All right, fair enough. Bullywugs aren't necessarily the smartest creatures around. Uh, Blorgzak tells you, he says, when I asked where he came from, the great devourer laughed and said that he was from Rayburn Falls. And that's why I decided to, you know, create a demon army and attack the city. Wait, whoa, whoa, wait. Hold what? on. You, huh? <laughs> what? Are you, are you, you the one that summoned, uh, whatever that thing was that we ran into? Uh, was it in the cave? No. no, it was in the, no, in the city. I've been amassing forces in the cave. Oh, okay. You haven't, gone the, you haven't gone in the city with any of your demons? No, of course not. I wasn't. The time wasn't right. C can can we double check? Oh, yeah. You can make mm. an insight check. Absolutely. Five. Twelve. He seems to be telling the truth. You think that he's held up in this cave. You don't think he has left. 
Okay. All right. So what have you been doing with this army? Well, I, I've been been talking to them about how we're going to do so many amazing things and get so much revenge on the Great Devourer. <laughs> but you haven't actually done anything yet. Revenge needs to be prepared for. Fair enough. Where were these demons when we were fighting the orangutan earlier? I, I don't know, maybe in the main cave. I had <laughs> given them the order to guard it. Why didn't you bring them out to help us? I, I just... He helped us with the flask. I, I, I finished the creature <laughs> off! Uh, the okay. dredges! The flat you know, faces you know, weren't even necessary! Uh, right, you fine, did a fine, great fine, job. Fine. You did a great okay. job. I, I did indeed. <laughs> All right. So, Blorxack right. knows what he's doing. <laughs> no, so, sure. there's this stuff that you got here. Uh, yes. What, what do you got? Anything good? Well, there's so many shiny things. They can't possibly be bad. Oh, fair enough. I mean, take Wait, a look. Can all we? Right. All right, can we take a look? You're my, it's my vassals now. You can, you can take one thing each just because I'm a, a wonderful lord. <laughs> just call me a vassal. So what I, <laughs> yes, he did. What are we doing inside? Uh, you can make a. Uh, actually, just go ahead and roll a d20 right. and let me know what you get. Six. A six, you take a look into the, the, the shiny things, and you find a few daggers that seem to be in good shape, uh, Thelonious, and you find a uh, small bag that has uh, like 10 gold in it. Natural 20. Ooh, we'll get to you in a moment. Eight. Uh, with an eight, you sift around, and you find like you find a uh, 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 a gold ring, but it's in like a pile of mud, and you kind of have to like wipe it off. And it's like worth you think it's worth probably about like ten gold, but it's you know just covered in muck and it's gross. No, no replacement rapier. Oh. Uh, no, not with that oh. wall. Sorry. <laughs> with a natural twenty, you I uh, I uh, go sifting through. The uh, the the like the mud and the muck and you know you're you're not finding a whole lot there, uh, uh, Alice. And you finally like as you're as you're peeking through all this stuff, something catches your attention. So as you are are you know rifling through this stuff, you find a gold skull that's the size of a coin. Of course, I did. Uh huh. And Blorkzak looks at you as you as you pick up this coin, and he goes, "Ah, yes, a good eye." What can you What can you tell me about this? Why the the cloaked figure dropped that gold coin? Blorkzak was going to give it back, but then he was betrayed. So now the cloaked figure is never going to get it. So make sure that you never give it to that cloaked figure. You got it. Or I shall disown you from my army. You know what? I would deserve it. Twenty floggings. That's what you get for getting <laughs> disbanded from my army. Well, I don't want that to happen, so I, I will make sure he does not get it. Please do. But he's a vassal. Doesn't he get, like, some leeway? Well, not the traitor. No. He, he's to be executed no, when I we meant, find him. I meant Alice. Oh. Well, I mean, it, it, ten floggings. Okay. I'm a kind man. <laughs> of course a so. very kind man. So do we see her pick up this coin? You sure do. So uh, you, what's this coin here? I have no idea. It looks like a skull. Made uh, of gold. Can I roll, roll deception? <laughs> Alice rolls deception. You two roll insight, and Blorgzak's gonna roll. Do I insight. get advantage on that? Uh, no, but uh, there's an interesting roll coming your way from Blorgzak. Five. Charisma is sixteen. Uh, what do we do? Insight of six. insight. Yep. Uh, six. You guys are just you nod along, and you're like, oh, I wonder how much it's worth. Blorgzak looks at you, Alice, and goes, "You've seen that coin before." Tell your lord, Blorgzak, where you saw it before! Yes, tell well, us. Well, I've never seen this skull. I've never seen this coin before. All right. But you know of it, don't you? 
So I reach, spill the beans. I reach into my bag. Yeah, spill them. And I pull out a uh, silver skull about the size of a coin. And you guys look into Alice's hand, and she has a silver skull that is the size of a coin, and it is an exact replica of the golden one that she has found that was supposedly dropped by the cloaked figure. And Blorgzak goes, I knew it. That's what you get for hiding things from Blorgzak. He's smarter than you. Smarter than all of you. Well, smarter than these two. Killed a borrowed gorilla, I did. I'm yes, sorry. Killed a monkey arms, I did. <laughs> yes, I did. You did. You did. You did mm-hmm. kill monkey arms. Yes. I'll kill many monkey arms. So <laughs> and that's where we're going to go ahead and pause today's session. Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. This show is brought to you by listeners like you. If you wish to support the show, go to patreon.com slash gamezilla media. From there, you'll be able to gain excellent perks, like a behind-the-scenes show for Noobs and Dragons. We thank you for your patronage.